Welcome to Inspire Our Nation. Meet some of the world's most inspiring people all at the top of their game. They share glimpses of their life in the spotlight of the media and what it's really like to be under pressure at the top of corporate industries. I'm Caroline Morgan, a musician and a broadcaster, and my favourite thing in the world is talking. I mean really talking to people and finding out what makes them tick. These conversations and stories will uplift you, empower you, and even make you laugh a little, sometimes a lot. So pull up a chair, grab a drink, and enjoy. I'll be waiting. with the coolest, chicest doll in disco, Kimberly Davis. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Kimberly Davis is the lead vocalist for Nile Rogers and Chic. Her voice has been compared to Whitney Houston and Mary J. Blige, but has a very distinctive and beautiful tone of her own. Alongside Chic, Kimberly has also started a very successful solo career and has her latest single named Second Chance, released last year, and Life is a dance floor in 2019 with the shapeshifters. Kim, thanks for joining us. I am here. How are you? I am great. I am great. So let's talk about your solo career for a bit before the shapeshifters. Your single, My Fire, produced by Tony Moran, featuring Nile yeah. Rogers, hit number one on the US dance club billboards in the US. So tell yes. us all about that. That was fun. That was a song that Tony Moran came up with and with some of his co-writers, you know, Mike Greenlee and Audrey Martels. They were like, somebody's got to sing this. And I know exactly who, like all three of them simultaneously was like, let's call Kim. So they called me up and I heard the song and I loved it. I sang on it, but I swear it just needed that one more thing. And I said to Nile Rogers, who I love dearly, my boss, <laughs> a boss is, he's a boss. I love him. He's just a boss, period. I told him, I want you to play on it. And he said, no problem. And he played on it and the song shot all the way up. That year was awesome for the both of us because we kind of fed off of each other. We had so much fun doing interviews and things like that and television and performing together. It was awesome. I don't know if this was right or wrong, but I read somewhere that when you recorded My Fire with producer Tony Moran, you learned the lyrics to the track on the way to the studio on the day of the recording. Is that right? I did. I was in my car because, you know, I'm always on tour, way busy, busy. And I was like, I want to get this song in while we're home. We're stationary. I didn't listen to it to know exactly how the song went. And I was like, this is not going to work. So on my way there and I just pressed rewind, rewind, rewind. And maybe about 10 times bust into the studio and let, let's do this right now. <laughs> I love that. That's, that is talent. I'm here to do so that. Been, once you do it that one time, it's like, okay, good. Now we're good. I'm comfortable. So yeah, it was that. Yeah. Oh, it must have been pretty cool, like working with Tony and Nile on this track. And are you going to be working with them any anymore on your solo stuff, do you think? I do plan to revisit the both of them. You know, I work with Nile consistently anyway, and he believes in the talent. So he's always going to be down for something if he's not crazy busy. And Tony Moran, who I love, is constantly writing songs as well. And he's always thinking of me. I'm on his compilation album. I've just spoke to him like last week. So we're thinking about doing some new things. I love that. So have you got anyone on your hit list at the moment that you think, I really want to work with this person next? Oh, my goodness. 
oh, so many people. I'm sure. Oh, there's so many people. Like right now, the music has changed so much that it's like, I don't even know what they're calling it now. Like it's so different from what everyone's listening to right now. With someone poppy, I had always said Demi Lovato because I love her. I think she's adorable. I mean, if we're going back, you have to understand, I've sang with so many people mm. that it's like everybody that I wanted to sing with, I'm almost did already. You know what I mean? I say, <laughs> I, sang, I sang with everyone. It's like, it's crazy. So when we talk about somebody today, it's I'm going to have to always revert to somebody back then. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I even sang with Mary Wilson and I was like, oh my God, I was so upset when she passed. But oh, yeah, it's like everybody. Yeah. yeah. Remember that, was, that was sad. So talking about singing for a minute, can we go back to the beginning where it all started? You grew up in Brooklyn with your mom, yes. who was a singer and your dad yes. was a saxophonist as well. So talk us through that. There was always music in the house regardless, but it was always a different influence. So whether it was mom contributing R&B, dad contributing jazz, grandma contributing gospel, auntie contributing disco, God sisters contributing funk. Everyone was just contributing. Then I went to a high school that was specialized for, you know, singing. I went to music and art. Shout out to all the alumni. Woo! That was the best four years of my yeah. life. <laughs> I have those same friends now. And I learned everything I needed to learn about actually singing from that school. I was a little intimidated at first because, you know, from elementary to junior high school, from birth, I was always that singer. I was always, oh, let the baby sing. Kim could sing. But then I was like, I'm going to go to the school where everybody could sing. Wow. Intimidated. Yeah. And my teacher told me, are you kidding me? She was like, you're going to learn everything else you need to learn. Like, that's going to make you better when you have all these other people that are doing the same thing you're doing. So I'm grateful for that. From high school, I was literally in a girls group called Petite. I mean, we had a video and everything. We were like the girl group equivalent to New Edition at the time. And it was so funny because we love them. Like we were in love. Like we were kids in love with New Edition. We recently got back together to do some more stuff. So the four of us, now that we're all, you know, adults and grown and everything, we are actually going back into the studio to create new music because people are asking. Like people are like, whatever happened to Petite? Yeah, whatever happened to Ex-Girlfriend? We changed the name from Petite to Ex-Girlfriend and we were managed by Full Force. So, you know, you'll see us in Lisa Lisa's and Sherpa's yes. and things like that. But we were there. We were, we were just like these kids. So now we're all coming back together as adults to do it again. You know, things, <laughs> I don't know. This COVID thing has got everybody saying, what else can we do? You right. know, so I just want to do it all. It's so cool. And the fact that, you know, they're your childhood friends, so to speak. Yeah. And also at that point when you went to that school and you had all yeah. that training and support, was that a life-changing moment for you to say, you know, I'm living my dream. This is what yeah. I'm meant to do. Yeah. Yes, yes, totally. Because not everyone who went to the school followed that dream. You mm. know what I mean? But I was consistent with, I knew that when I went to the school that this was going to be it, this is what I was going to do for the rest of my life. I mean, even prior to going to that school, I was always in plays and I was like, yeah, like learning <laughs> lines. You know what I mean? Like the lead and plays like, like, wow. So I just fell in love with the theater, with the music, all kinds. I didn't discriminate against any kind of music, whoever. I never say ill. I don't like that. I don't like that kind of music, like anything, folk, anything. It's just all music and it's international. 
it crosses over to other countries as well. What advice would you give to somebody wanting to follow their dreams in music like you did? Oh, yeah. No, don't ever give up. Just keep pushing and, you know, be fierce, but stay humble. Because, you know, nobody has time for the cockiness. Nobody has time for the, you know, the deterrent. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So be fierce. If it's a passion, you're going to keep doing it anyway. You can't help yourself. It's really important that people follow the dreams and, you know, keep going. And you're inspiring so many people along the way. Currently, we're in the pandemic. We're all in lockdown. But before we went just about went into lockdown, you were right in the middle of a tour with Narwhals yes. and Sheik, about to join Cher on the tour. I mean, whereabouts were you on the leg of your tour? What happened? Oh my gosh. Well, the pandemic started in March, but in February, I was actually in London with you. <laughs> and we were doing some things. <laughs> Remember that? I had some show. I had a Valentine's Day show. Oh, it was lovely. Guacalina. You know, we had yeah. the BBC. You we know what I'm did. saying? And we had another show out there. So we it was fun times in February. We were like, yeah, now we're going to go home. We're going to take a little breather. We're going to pack all our makeup and our shoes and everything and get ready for this tour. And we go out on tour. And we did, we actually did two shows. And then on that third show, we were having dinner and they were like, yeah, who wants to go home to Newark? Who wants to go to JFK? We were like, what are you talking about? It's real. This is real. What? Like, I couldn't believe it. I swear I've been home since March 13th. I can't believe that it's almost been a whole entire year. So now it's just like, which everyone is doing, just trying to find other things to do. Of course, you can't sit around idle, you know, cooking all day long and eating and drinking and sleeping and, and watching Netflix. There's no more movies on Netflix as far as I'm concerned. Like I've watched. <laughs> We've watched them all. We've had a year. <laughs> them all. Okay. So it's just time to find something else to do. Exactly. So, you know, obviously it must have been amazing being on tour with Niall and I'm oh sure you've learned a lot oh from him God. over the years. From him and every artist, actually, that we worked with, which was tons. And so, you know, and then places we've been and, you know, it's like the best kind of tour for me where I get to sing and show out. And then afterwards, all the heavy lifting, Nile does all of that heavy lifting. I can go back to sleep after it's all said. <laughs> You just said before about we've done so much, well, not that much during lockdown, but we've done lots of different things, what you wouldn't normally do during lockdown. People have got new hobbies, new talents, new skills. What have you been doing in your, I wouldn't say spare time, but whilst you've been in lockdown, what have you been up to? Not only have I gotten to a regimen for working out and breathing and just cardio, but I have started giving master vocal glasses now people have been asking me for years to give them vocal do you give vocal lessons do you give vocal lessons and I've always said no because I've never had time and so now I'm home and it's the best thing it's not just vocal lessons it's so much that comes with singing on stage singing in the studio singing with a band singing with a track like it's so many ways to approach it that i'm just ready to give all this information out with to people that are not really serious about it but people that are dead serious about it people that have something coming up an audition I'm ready. And it's so much fun because I have a couple of clients and students right now and we're working it out. It's 
So awesome. They're literally teaching girls how to walk in shoes up to a microphone. It's a package. It's that whole mentorship, isn't it? I think it's, you know, it is. It is definitely just singing and performing. There's a lot more that goes into it. The whole it is. performance, it the is. whole attitude, the whole yes. the mindset. Presence, the eye contact, the holding of the mic, your dynamics, everything. Love it. Well, we're hoping that we'll all be back out again soon once the pandemic's lifted and touring again in the summer. So what are your plans for touring with the band and your solo projects? Yeah, so we have some things coming up solo for me, but most of my stuff is based in the UK and in Europe and, you know, across the pond. And so we have to go by whatever the rules and regulations are. You know what I mean? But we do have some things lined up to start that. And just for me to do my things over there, because, you know, she is loved over there, but so am I as, as an individual. And that's awesome. So it's always fun to get over there and then just do some other things on my own. So that's what we're looking for. We're just looking for, you know, everyone to get vaccinated and to be safe. And so we can get the ball rolling again. I'm assuming that it would start towards the summertime. Like the late summer going into the fall and things like that. Absolutely. We're all waiting for that. I don't think it's very oh far God. away, but praying that that will happen. I would love to see a Kimberly Davis festival. That'd be good, Absolutely. wouldn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> One day, Kimberly yeah. Davis festival featuring. Yeah, let's headline it. Let's, yeah. 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 And you, you could have headliners headlining for your festival. You know, <laughs> I love it. I love that. That's awesome. I'm ready. I have so, like, so many avenues and so many people that I'm meeting now. Yeah. Um, just make it work. Yeah, definitely work. So you know how I love music like you. I love your singing. I would <laughs> wonder if you could do a little song for, for me. <laughs> you know what song I wanted to sing? Because, like, you know, like, first of all, I love you. But oh, I'm in I love you too. <laughs> so I just want to sing I just want to sing this one I will love you anyway Even if you cannot stay I think you are the one for me Here is where you are to be I just want to satisfy You're not mine and I can't deny it Don't you hear me talking, baby Love me now or I'll go crazy. Whoa, sweet thing. (laughs) Oh, Kimberly Davis, you've been brilliant. Thanks for stopping by on Inspire Our Nation. You're brilliant. Thank you. You have a good one. (laughs) Come on, everybody sing.